Thank you. Great. Uh, good morning. It's lovely to be here. It's really nice to be um, in church. And I'm loving this. It's just Great. so lovely. So I want to say a big, big thank you uh, to Sarah, who's done this. It makes leading and preaching just so much better than the days at the very beginning when Jared and I stood in front of the stage with a little camera. Uh, so I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, so this morning, I'm going to be talking to you about the shepherds. Uh, uh, they're my it's part of the Christmas story, and I think they're my favourite characters. Uh, I really identify with them, and um, I think I just, I just have a real affinity for them. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the background to what I'm talking to you about today. Many of you know I've been working at the Allendale now for a couple, uh, Allendale Centre in Wimborne for a couple of months. I've been working with um, other volunteers from this church, actually. Hi, Liz. Um, as well as uh, people from the uh, Wimborne Folk Festival. And together, um, we are helping to support people in our community that are having a difficult time right now. That's mainly through hot meals, but it also is... Uh, directing them to other agencies and other people that might be able to help them. But, but the common theme is people are struggling. Their lives are a bit of a mess right now and uh, they just need a bit of support. And I'm absolutely loving it. It's, it's just given me so much joy. It's one of those situations where, you know, you go in and you see some of the heartache and some of the difficulties that people are experiencing. And it really hurts me. And it, I just want to make it better. And, you know, we can't, can we? So there is that pain of seeing people struggling, but there is also that joy of being able to offer them time and sometimes a prayer. Um, I talk about God more at the Allendale Centre than I do the rest of my week. Um, I have a, a, a brilliant conversation with um, some of the other volunteers there. Some of them uh, know about Jesus and a lot of them don't, but we constantly are talking about Jesus and God and the Bible and what that means. Um, so I'm really, really loving it. But as I talk today, I just want you to hang on to, sometimes uh, for many of us at the moment, things can be difficult, just like the people up at the Allendale Centre. Life can feel a bit messy. It can feel a bit scary. We're isolated. We're separated from the ones we love. Maybe there's financial difficulties going on. But into that, God brings his light and his joy this Christmas. And into that, no matter how difficult it is, God comes into that mess. So as I talk today... Is my microphone come off? I'm really sorry. Thank you, Jared. Into that, into that today. Can you hear me? I'm just going to check with the sound guy before I go on. Okay. So into, into that mess, into that difficulty, into that isolation, into that fear, Jesus comes to be with us. So if you can just hold on to that as I talk and, and maybe put something on Slido if you want about how you've seen Jesus come into your life, into your situation right now. Okay, I'm going to go back to my notes. <laughs> I'm wondering how easy it is for you to connect with that nativity story. You know, we see that nativity picture, don't we? It's quite a nice picture. We see it on the front of Christmas cards. We've got one up on our roof, um, you know, with the Mary and Joseph um, and um, baby Jesus and the kings and the shepherds. And actually trying to identify with them can be quite difficult. Their lives and our lives are very are very distant when they're not the same I mean I certainly don't know what it would be like to be a shepherd Jared or certainly not a king you know that those learned um, men that um, were, were wealthy and were esteemed it's not something I experienced yeah. in my life Ditto, yeah. um, so sometimes it's hard to connect you know Mary was a young teenage pregnant girl Joseph was a young teenage boy who was standing by Mary 
um, even though she was pregnant with a child that was not his and would have been rejected and shamed by his community. It's quite hard to put ourselves into those characters and to imagine what it was like in that stable that night to actually feel and be those people. But we are invited to be there. We are given an invitation by God and by Jesus to come on that night and to be there. So let's look at that nativity scene a little bit closer. Let's look at Mary and Joseph. You know, Mary's carrying a baby and, and it's not Joseph. She's uh, engaged to Joseph. That would have been a really difficult situation for both of them. And Joseph and Mary have gone to Bethlehem. This is where Joseph had lived. It's where he grew up. It's where his family would have been, but we don't hear about them. In fact, we hear that Mary and Joseph had nowhere to stay, which is quite an odd thing. If you're going to go back to your hometown where your family is, why were they not staying with their family? And I do wonder maybe if Joseph felt awkward and difficult or even ashamed of the situation he was in to take back this, this fiancé of his that was heavily pregnant and about to give birth. Was Joseph too ashamed to go home, I wonder? So they end up in that stable, and we think probably there were animals there, and the shepherds came. These shepherds, they weren't, you know, very respectable people. In fact, they were looked on, down on by the rest of society. And maybe the nativity scene isn't quite as picturesque or as sweet as the images we see on those Christmas cards. Maybe it's not quite as beautiful as the image we imagined. Maybe that nice, serene, moonlit nativity scene is not quite as ah and as cute as we think. Actually, maybe that nativity scene wasn't nice at all. Maybe it wasn't serene or even clean. Maybe it was really messy. Maybe it stank. I don't know if you've um, been to a, a school nativity or a church nativity. I know, Jared, you've been to a few so far. I have four children. They're not that clean and serene either. In fact, they can be quite messy. I'm just thinking of some of my children's nativities where children would get anxious and just not go on stage and the teacher would run up. A real donkey. And, did it poo, Jared? Oh, did it, heck. Good gracious. Okay, so we've got poo at that nativity scene. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, these are real nativities, yeah. aren't they? Where children make mistakes or they get anxious, where, um, you know, the shepherd may take the baby and run off the stage and then yeah. there's no baby Jesus, or the angel will cry and forget her words. You know, these are real situations where people mess up and people struggle and people get anxious. And, and they're real nativities. And let's think of other stables. You know, that, the children's nativity, their stable may have been a little bit messy. It may have been a little bit frightening for those children. It certainly wasn't nice and serene and picturesque and moonlit. And stables around here, you know, we're, we're semi-rural here. If you go, you know, uh, half a mile each way, you can find fields and you can find horses. Um, and I wonder, have you been to a stable recently? I haven't, but I spent a lot of time with my children down at Farmer Palmer's, like years. Uh, we had passes, so we'd go every day. And those stables, even though they were cleaned out every day, were full of poo and smell. They smelled, Jared. Great. And, you know, Farmer Palmer's kept their stables really clean, but by the time we got there at lunchtime, they smelled of poo. <laughs> and it's into a stable that Jesus came. It was into a stable, into the mess, into the smell of the animals, into the smell of the dung, into the mess of Mary and Joseph and their relationship that Jesus came into this world. It, and it's into the mess of our world that Jesus comes. And it's into the mess of COVID-19 and our mess that Jesus comes this Christmas. 
So the shepherds, my favourite characters, they were the first visitors. You know, we heard in the reading how the angels appeared to them and invited them to come and meet the baby Jesus. And shepherds, as I said earlier, uh, by this time, they weren't really very respectable. They weren't looked on as um, appropriate uh, people. Society kind of had them on the edge. Uh, and it wasn't always the case. Back in King David's time, his family were shepherds and they kept sheep. And for King David, his family was a respectable family and being a shepherd was a respectable business to have. But by the time of Jesus' birth, being a shepherd was no longer respectable. In fact, they were seen as society's outcasts. And according to the standards of the law of the time, they were dishonest and unclean. Their testimony was not even admissible in court. They were often thieves and their occupation was despised. So it was these, these were the first people to be invited to the birth of Jesus. People that were despised and people that were thieves and people that were dishonest, sinners. The Pharisees, the Pharisees weren't invited and they would have been really quite upset at the idea, maybe even horrified that the first visitors to this new Messiah, this expected king, would have been the shepherds. They would have themselves wanted to be the first visitors. They probably felt that they had the right to be there. Those shepherds were physically dirty. They spent all their time outside with their sheep, not being able to wash or change the clothes, not the type of people that you would want at the birth of our new king. So there are the, some of the characters. I haven't spoken about them all. I haven't spoken about the angels or the kings. I've spoken about the shepherds. But I wonder, as you think now on the nativity scene, could you imagine yourself there? If you were there, which character would you be? Would you be an angel? Maybe you'd be Mary, a young mum who's terrified of the situation she's in. She's confused, giving birth for the first time just with her husband, but no family around her. Perhaps you are Joseph, who maybe still feels ashamed and rejected by his family for standing by the woman he loves, who is, who is no, not yet married to him, but pregnant with a child. Maybe you would be one of those shepherds. Do you feel ostracized or, or separated from or alone? Do you feel that others look down on you? And how would you feel? Would you be excited to be there? Or would you be hiding behind the animals, just peeking to have a look? because we are all invited to be at that nativity scene. And the wise men, the wise men that came slightly later, the wise men that Beth talked to us about last week, they were learned men, they were powerful, they were rich. They had amazing gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh to bring to Jesus. And actually, I find it slightly harder to imagine myself as a, a wise man at the nativity scene I don't feel very wise. I don't actually feel very learned either. I'm definitely not powerful or rich. So for me, it's easier for me to see myself as a shepherd than it is a wise man. I don't have anything of value to bring to Jesus. So this Christmas, if, you're if you find yourself feeling a little bit like those shepherds, let, then let Jesus' words be an encouragement to you. Let's remember what he says to us. He says that the last would be first and the first would be last. And he tells us that we need to come to him like children. And that perhaps this Christmas, after what has been a really, really difficult year, overshadowed by COVID-19, maybe we need to be reminded that we can come to him, not as a wise man with extravagant gifts or with learned wisdom, 
but just as the shepherds did in a mess, without our lives all sorted, without lavish presence, but simply just as we are in our mess with nothing to offer him. This year has not been like anything I could have imagined. As this year started out, I was at college. I was looking forward to finishing my studies, to a big ordination service, to moving house, to joining the church, uh, to being with you, to have met most of you. And I have done some of that, and it has been wonderful. But there have been things that I haven't been able to do. I've not been able to meet with the majority of the people in this church. And I know for you too, there would have been hopes and dreams that you started out with at the beginning of of 2020 that you've not been able to fulfill. And just like those shepherds, their dreams, their hopes, and their fears, they were there with them in that stable that night. They came with their anxiety and their fear. They came without any lavish gifts. They came just as they were. COVID-19 has separated us from each other. Even in church today, you know, we, we can't physically be together. And I wonder, do you feel alone sometimes or isolated? The shepherds would have certainly felt like that too, you know, up on the hills with their sheep, not with their family, separated from, and maybe lonely and isolated too. So maybe, actually, connecting with the nativity story is a little bit easier than we thought it would be. Maybe we can see ourselves in that picture or just a part of ourselves. Maybe, like the shepherds, we have had times when we felt alone, separated from the ones we loved. Maybe we felt unloved or unwanted. Maybe we're struggling financially right now or we're worried about work. And as we come nearer to Christmas, we continue to feel like this. We, have, we may lack the expectation and excitement that we normally have at this time of year because none of us could have expected a Christmas like this one. And COVID has messed up our plans a little bit for this Christmas, hasn't it? And maybe we're coming to this Christmas a little bit more like the shepherds this year and a little bit less like the wise man. And let's remember that that's okay, that the shepherds didn't have it all together. Their lives were a little bit like a mess. They weren't upright, wise or acceptable. They were fearful. They were lost. They were criminals. They were lonely. They were rejected. But do you know what? Let's remember the good news. Let's remember who Jesus came to be with. Jesus, from the moment of his birth to the moment of his death, surrounded himself with messy people. He sought them out and spent his time with them. He ate with them. He walked with them. He talked with them and he taught them. But above all, he loved them. And if Jesus can spend his life and his ministry seeking out the messy people, then we can be sure that we are invited this Christmas to be with him again at his birth to be there in that messy stable with those people there that, whose lives weren't together. And it's okay that our lives aren't together either. Jesus opens his arms to welcome messy people. He chose to come down into that messy stable to find us who are a little messy too. So this Christmas, although COVID is taking away many things, it's not taking Jesus away. Jesus is still inviting us to be with him. He is inviting us to be there at his birth in that nativity scene. He invites us, all of us, no matter how messy. And he reminds us that he loves us, that he will come and be with us in our mess. Not as we wish we could be, not as others wish we should be, but just as we are. 
He has come into our lives to bring us hope and new life. And I hope today and going forward as we continue in Advent that you will find him and that you will feel his love and his hope in the mess of your life too. Sometimes we feel like we're on the outside looking in and we find ourselves looking for a place to belong. We can find that place in the stable where Jesus was born. Jesus, our saviour, born into the mess of a smelly stable, born into the mess of our lives, born to give us new life and born to give us hope this Christmas. Maybe today the shepherd's story can show us something of God's love. And during this Advent season, I hope that you will find God's blessing this Christmas time. Amen. <laughs>